Well, good morning and welcome to 2022. Um, honestly, I, I'm surprised we're here. Um, <clears throat> as many of you know, I do uh, believe in the rapture. Um, I believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. And if some of you aren't familiar with that, uh, there is a seven-year period of what is called, um, well, it's mentioned in Revelation, actually, three and a half uh, of, I guess we call it prosperous or or pre-trib or after post-trib. Um, uh, what is it called? I'm trying to think of it now. I've only had two cups of coffee, so forgive me. Um, there's the there's a tribulation. I'm sorry. I'm gained my consciousness here. Okay, the first three and a half years um, is called the tribulation. The second uh, three and a half years, which equals to seven total years is called the Great Tribulation. Now, Tribulation, Great Tribulation, I think we're splitting hairs there. Um, it's it's going to be a horrible, terrible time, but my belief is that the Word is very specific and that it says that Christ will return and take His church home. And uh, after that happens, then the Tribulation begins and uh, we'll see the Antichrist rise up during that first three and a half year period but he won't become so uh, evil until the midpoint of the three and a half year period where he will require everyone to have a mark um, to allegiance to him and his administration. And those who do not have the mark will be unable to buy, sell, barter, or trade. So I do believe in the rapture, and um, I do believe that there are certain waypoints along the way that help us sort of gauge the time. Now, I know some of you are probably saying, no man knows the day nor the hour. Well, that might be correct prior to Christ's um, death and resurrection on the cross. <coughs> the death and resurrection of Christ changed everything because he said even when he spoke to his disciples as a human being, he was all God, but he was all human as well. And so when he spoke to him, he said, no man knows the day nor the hour. No man knows. No man knows. But I don't believe Jesus was saying, I don't know. And he says, except my Father in heaven. Now, Jesus also said, when you've seen, the, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So we can, we can derive from that, that if God knows something, Jesus knows something. I don't even think it's kept from him. So my point is this. Jesus knows when the time is coming. Now, he gave us, he says, I give you the stars and the moon and, and the seasons and everything. So you can kind of figure these things out because these are, these are signs and symptoms. You know, I spent 25 years in nursing. All right. If somebody came in with, say, a, uh, a fever, you know, we may not be able to see the infection in their body. But we know something's going on because the fever gives us an indication something in the body is going on. And so we, we know that there are signs and symptoms. <clears throat> if someone has, you know, uh, lower back pain, you know, uh, comes and goes, comes and waves, it could be kidney stones. We don't see the kidney stones, but there's signs and symptoms. Okay, you get my point. I believe God gave us these signs and symptoms in the earth and in the stars and in the, uh, in the, in the moon and, and, and other things that he's given us <clears throat> to know that, the, that he is coming. You know, um, I believe he gave us these things to encourage us. In fact, we are to encourage each other every day 
uh, while the day is still called a day, encourage one another. And I believe that's the reason that he said that, because there will come times like today, you know, like 2022 and, and all of 2021. And in fact, just about the last four or five years, you know, um, it's gotten worse. Now, I'm 55 years old and I've seen this this earth go through quite a bit, but I've never seen it reflect what it reflects today. There is a sense of fear and loathing uh, across America with, with a lot of Americans, a lot of people that are uh, just absolutely, uh, you know, crippled with fear. Um, children in schools, um, I mean, if you believe the media, which I, I don't believe the media, but I believe that, that a lot of this is documented and there are children who are afraid. And the reason they're afraid is because we have an entire, probably two generations um, since my generation, my generation kind of, you know, we, we fell by the wayside a little bit, but now our grandparents' generation, what's called the greatest generation, was the World War II uh, people. We were much more, uh, I don't want to say religious, because sometimes that has a negative connotation, but we were much more faithful with my grandmother and grandfather's uh, uh, generation than we are with my generation. My generation saw the advent of you know, the 70s and we were teenagers in the 80s. And so, you know, we, we were sort of experimenting with things that, you know, we didn't necessarily want. Um, we didn't necessarily want what our grandparents had. And so as a result of that, we sort of, you know, ventured out into this, you know, mamby-pamby feel-good stuff. And, you know, and so through the, through the, next two generations, I guess you could say, we've got the millennials who are now having children. Well, they're less inclined to go to church than even we were. And so I say all that to say this, we have a time in our history where for where we are basically non-churched, unchurched, not interested in church. Um, I think the last statistic I read, and I may be wrong, I'm going by memory, which is not always great, but I do remember this that the average church in America has an attendance of about 50 people. Now that's pretty sad, really. Now, obviously I'm not figuring in the mega churches like Joel Osteen, which we'll, that's a whole nother podcast. Um, but the average church in America is, is, has about 50 members in the church. Now, obviously there are some churches that have more, but the average is 50. Um, also, I think that I read somewhere where uh, I think it's like, it's, it sounds like a huge number, but I think it's like 1,500 pastors are, are leaving the ministry every month across America. And you ask yourself, why in the world are so many people leaving the, the ministry? Why are you know, pastors leaving their, their church and their, and their, you know, their, uh, their parishioners? You know, what in the world is happening? Well, there's a loss of faith. You know, we have we have come through this homogenized, instant, microwavable religion to where when things don't go the way we think they ought to go or because we've prayed those things and they didn't happen the way we thought, we kind of lose faith. And I get it. You know, I've been there. And, and you know, in my younger years, I was there, too. Um, as you get older, you, you go through things and you realize, you know what? God doesn't always answer you the way that you want to be answered. And so a lot of times people you know, they lose faith in that and they, they look for something else. And so we have a, we have a huge movement about, you know, this feel good faith, this unitarianism or universalism and this, this ecumenical, 
uh, everybody gets to go no matter what you did. God loves everybody and everything's fine. Well, that's just not the way it is. The Word of God is very clear. You know, I know, I know there are some preachers out there and uh, some that are very, very famous. Um, Joel Osteen's one of them. Um, he was confronted on Larry King about, you know, Larry King, of course, is a Jew. Um, he's dead and gone now, but he's a Jew. And he said, if your religion teaches that, or your faith teaches that there's only one way to heaven through Jesus Christ, then um, are Jews wrong? And, you know, um, Joel Osteen said, well, you know, I really don't know. And he kind of mamby-pambied it because he didn't want to make anybody angry. He didn't want to, you know, he didn't want to draw a line in the sand. And I get it. You know, he probably is more of a seeker-friendly type uh, person, but what he's saying is is wrong. The Word of God is very is very specific. It's it's it, you know there are some things that we can say. Well, you know that's open for uh, you know interpretation. But the but the Word says there's no other way to the Father but through the Son Jesus Christ, and you have to believe upon Him. You know you have to believe that He was raised from the dead, that He died, and that He was raised from the dead, and that He sits at the right hand side of the Father. I mean there are certain things that it says these are things that must be done for you to be saved. And, you know, even Nicodemus asked Christ, you know, um, how does a man, how does a man be born again? You know, and, and he was thinking from the physical standpoint of being born again, which is, it's impossible. You can't reenter the, the womb. And so he said, you know, Jesus said, I tell you this, you first, a man must be born by the water, then of the spirit. The water was basically what Jesus was saying. The water, the amniotic fluid. He was just, he didn't say amniotic fluid. He just said water. And then he said, first by the water, then by the spirit. And so the spirit is when we're regenerated and God gives us a new spirit and he saves us at that point. And he basically uh, saves our spirit at that point. The physical man is going to die and stay here on the earth. This physical part of me that you see, that I see, uh, is going to stay here on the earth. It's not going to go uh, anywhere else. And so <clears throat> I do believe there are certain requirements. And yes, there will be some people who will be left behind. Uh, you, you, there's been there's been several movies that are made about being left behind in the rapture, and you know people are very scared, and they're like, well, how do I know if I can go or not? If you believe in Jesus Christ, and you believe the things that the Bible says, that you know you must believe in the in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. And those who are saved, saved from what? You know, not saved from death, because you know death is coming to us all, but saved from the final death, which is the second death, which is mentioned in Revelation, I believe, 22. What I'm trying to say is I do believe that the rapture is, is imminent. I do believe it's imminent. Do I believe it's in 2022? I don't know. But if you do math, and I've never been really good at math, but I can figure simple you know, equations. And the Word of God says that this nation, this generation, I'm sorry, this generation that sees Israel become a nation in one day shall not pass away before seeing the great and coming of the Lord. Now, a generation is 70 to 80 years. And if you take 1948 to, to today, say 2020, it's although it's 2022, but if you go from 1948 to 2020, you have basically 70, I think 73 years. And then May the 14th, 1948 is when Israel became a nation. Um, for, the, for the rapture to occur and for there to be uh, the seven years tribulation, um, we're looking at a date that I believe, now I could be wrong, uh, and it won't change my, my faith in God, and it certainly won't destroy my faith in God, but it is my interpretation of the scriptures, I could be wrong, that May the 14th, 2022 would be 80 years, uh, not 80 years, I'm sorry, would be 70, uh, let's see, 7, 8, now, be 73 years, I believe. And so if you add on the seven years 
that makes it 80. And then 80 is when Christ comes back on the horses. We come back with him because he says he'll come back on a steed and he'll come down and he'll, he'll bring the, uh, the, 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 word, uh, will, the word coming out of his mouth will be like a, a two-edged sword. And, and we will come back with him. And that's when he sets up his kingdom on the earth for the millennial reign. And that's all in Revelation, and it can be found in Daniel as well. And I believe uh, there may be some mention of it in, um, um, is it Isaiah or Ezekiel? Anyway, I wish I were more learned with the scriptures, but I'm not. I should be. Uh, I, you know, I should at least know what I'm talking about. But anyway, I challenge you to look it up yourself. Uh, give it some time. But look at the numbers. Do the math yourself. Figure it out yourself. Remember, there's seven years of tribulation. And so at the end of the tribulation is when Christ returns. Now, Christ will come back for the rapture, but we will meet him in the air. In other words, he's not going to step foot on the earth because he says, I will not come back to Jerusalem until I hear them stand on the mountaintops and call my name and, and, and basically say, call on Jesus because Jews don't believe in Jesus was the, was the Messiah. They believe they're still looking for the Messiah. That's why they will fall for the, um, the Antichrist. But anyway, this is part one of, of Revelation, and, and I'll try to get some scriptures to back up everything I'm saying so I can kind of share this with you. But this is part one of um, Rapture 2022, possible. Who knows? Tune in for uh, the second part of this podcast. <laughs>